What will be Scotland's greatest song? 20 Scottish legends. Only one will have Scotland's greatest song. Hello and welcome to the podcast that's going to help solve one of the biggest questions this country has ever faced. Just what is Scotland's greatest song? I'm Jackie Bird, and in my journalistic career, I've faced many burning questions, but this may well be the toughest. However, help is at hand, and I'm joined by three people who know the music industry inside out. First, from Scotland's biggest concert promoters, DF Concerts, we have a woman who's been involved in some of the biggest gigs this country has ever seen, from Tea in the Park to Transmit. She's also a much-in-demand club DJ and manages her own band. We welcome Artie Joshi. Hi there, Artie. Hey, Jackie. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good to have you here. We're going to get the cut of your jib, first of all. What is your standout moment so far from your time in the Scottish music scene? Oh, it's hard to pick. There's been a lot, but um, I always think that the the first moment that I stood on the stage at Teen the Park, the main stage, I think Coldplay were playing that year, and it was my first year working um, and my boss at the time had kind of taken me up through the back of the stage and just to stand there and feel like the audience singing back. And even now, like it really kind of makes the hairs in the back of my neck stand up. And it was just, I, I remember like just spontaneously kind of crying and that's never happened to me before, but it was just like this overwhelming emotion. So that, was, that would probably be it. So first time I thought I'm definitely supposed to be doing this job. Ah, definitely a memorable moment. Well, good to have you with us. Um, next, we welcome a man who made his name as the hugely influential showbiz editor of The Sun, following in the footsteps of other introverted former editors like Piers Morgan and Andy Coulson. For the last few years, though, he's been championing new music across the UK as a radio presenter. You can count among his mates Noel Gallagher and James Corden. And there is not one Scottish musician, it is said, that he hasn't been out on a night out with. It is Gordon Smart. Welcome along, Gordon. Yeah, Jackie, I think we've got that wrong, actually, because Clark Rope have not been out with on a night out. So well, maybe the, tonight when you introduce... The night is arena. young. You've just blown our mystery guest, but thank you for that. You've got <laughs> on that. Now, um, what is your best story that we can broadcast about going out for a night out with a Scottish pop star? Right, OK, well, how about uh, No Gallagher's Wedding? Um, I believe quite a few members of Primal Scream there and a few other Scottish characters... And yeah, I think I ended up in the duck pond that night, which was written about rival newspaper at the time. Um, but listen, I think one of the other big ones was maybe Guy Berryman from Coldplay, which might initially not sound like a big night out, but when you put a man from a Kirkcaldy on a night out with a man from Edinburgh, it's going to end in tears. And I remember going for one night to interview Coldplay in Salt Lake City, and it ended a week later um, in Los Angeles in a swimming pool again with Kate Bosworth was there, who was in uh, Superman. And yeah, that, that was a bit of a lively one. So a few good ones over the years. But yeah, whenever you add a Scottish musician, as I'm sure your guest to come will tell you, it always ends in a panel drama, a missed flight, um, and a lot of trouble. Well, it's certainly impressive. Uh, you, you, know, you say Coldplay, but often it's the quiet ones you have to watch. That's what they say. Now, finally, um, the aforementioned, when I was uh, telling a pal I was going to be chatting to our third member of the panel, he said, in the 1980s, there wasn't a man alive who wasn't a little bit in love with her. As the front woman of Altered Images, she had six top 40 hits, including I Could Be Happy and Happy Birthday. She also has a very successful acting career, appearing in shows like Red Dwarf, Skins and EastEnders, as well as films The Wee Man and the legendary Gregory's Girl. It is Claire Grogan. Hello to you, Claire. Hello. And actually, I'm a bit of a disappointment in real life. <laughs> you are certainly not. Now, we are merely fans. You were in the thick of the music industry as a lead singer of the band who was on stage in front of crowds like Artie has already talked about. What's your biggest, what's your memorable moment? Do you know, there are honestly so many of them. And I'm, I know that's like a bit of a it's hard to pick it really is there's been and actually some of the most memorable moments have happened in recent times you know they really have getting to go on stage with Texas at the Albert Hall was like a really really big moment to me because it reunites me with Johnny McElhone who originally formed Altered Images and Johnny and I have remained friends um 
throughout the years, but had never performed together um, since the band. So that was a really lovely thing. In fact, we did it the first time um, a couple of months before at Kelvin Grove Bandstand when Texas played there. So yeah, I mean, it kind of goes on and on. I'm very, very uh, lucky. I'm spoilt for choice. I really am. Well, I'm impressed by that, but I'm also rather disappointed you didn't remember one of the highlights of your career, which was when a lunatic reporter from Jackie magazine, too many decades ago to mention, took you into George Square and made you clamber all over the lions. That was me, and I think that was 1980, 1980 perhaps, yeah. or something like that. Actually, I know exactly the shit you're talking about. Do you? Yeah, honestly. Well, yeah, I'm wearing black and white check trousers. Good grief. Well, Nice to see you again after all these years. There we have our lineup: the three people who'll decide what is Scotland's greatest song, and it's not going to be easy. One man's Bay City Roller is another's Blue Nile. Now, thankfully, we're not starting from scratch. The heavy lifting has been done by Ewan Cameron and his listeners. Ewan launched the search on his breakfast show and asked you to nominate 20 songs that should be put forward to our judges. It didn't quite end up like that, as you'll hear. In this podcast, we're going to narrow you in songs down to 10. And in the run-up to St Andrew's Day, we'll be asking you to vote to determine what is Scotland's greatest song. A bit of background now as to how our long list, and it is pretty long, was selected and why some notable suggestions didn't make it through. Now, Ewan's audience decided that Rod Stewart, howls of protest I can hear, uh, shouldn't be considered because he is English, despite, as we all know, having Scotland in his blood and in his heart. And that simple minds, don't you forget about me, shouldn't be either, as they didn't write the song. And another thing is that Ewan decided he wouldn't get off the fence, which is not like him. So he has given us a list of not 20 songs, but 20 artists, some of whom have multiple songs nominated. So thanks for that, Ewan. So let's see which artists and songs are in the running. We have a choice of Deacon Blue tracks, Real Gone Kid or Dignity. No one said it was going to be easy. Next, we have the beautiful Caledonia from Dougie McLean. Another choice now is from the Big Country back catalogue, In a Big Country or Chance. No surprise to anyone that Jerry Rafferty made it to the finals with Baker Street. Wet, wet, wet now. And here's a trio of hits to choose from. Wishing I Was Lucky, Sweet Little Mystery and Temptation. Simple Minds are in there. Don't You Forget About Me didn't make it, but Alive and Kicking and Waterfront did. We've got Delamitri, Nothing Ever Happens. Well, it did. They made it to the list. Primal Scream, we've got Loaded and Moving On Up to Choose From. Paolo Nutini has a double helping too. Candy or Last Request. How can you decide? Franz Ferdinand has the concert stomping classic, Take Me Out. The Proclaimers, Can We Choose Between Sunshine on Leith and 500 Miles? Will they both make it or either? Amy McDonald, now our first female nominee. Females a bit thin in the ground, but uh, she's got this is the life. Blue Nile, Tinseltown in the Rain. Then Runrig's version of Loch Lomond. Uh, they made it their own, but I don't think they actually wrote the body of it. We're getting there, we're getting there. Six stellar acts to go. Firstly, Texas, nominated for Black Eyed Boy and I Don't Want a Lover. Hue and Cry, it was a labor of love that got them into the charts. Aztec Camera. Now, where do you begin? So many to choose from, but you've decided on Somewhere in My Heart. Edwin Collins, highly rated for a girl like you. We have The Sublime, Hole of the Moon from The Water Boys. And finally, if yours is not there, I am sorry, but the last place was taken by Annie Lennox, Walking on Broken Glass. Now, Nearly enough of me, I'll shut up soon, but here's how it works. Those were the songs we handed to Artie, to Gordon and Claire. And from that list, they needed to pick 10 songs each. And from there, we'll determine who goes through to the final vote. Before we find out their choices, let's open this up. Let's hear from our guests, because who have we missed out? Where's Travis, Luz Capaldi, Katie Tunstall, Emily Sandy, Biffy Clyro, Altered Images, Claire. Who's missing in our action? Claire, you can start. Well, yeah, I would have said, where's Don't Talk To Me About Love? That would be in my top 20, if not my top one, as a matter of fact. Really? But I'm a bit biased. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that 
we have such a huge variety of talent in Scotland, brilliant songs. There's certainly a period, um, and it continues that period. It's an ongoing thing where it's just like relentlessly great music coming from Scotland. Um, for me, you know, there's, you know, things, you know, things that I just feel passionate about, which might not necessarily make it in, ever into a, a, a big top 20, but certainly make it into my top 20, the Fire Engines, Joseph K, the Scars. But I, I think what's encouraging about this list is it's genuinely quite varied. I, I really do think that there's there's something in there that um, we can all relate to, and that's what's going to make it really tricky. If, it depends on what you base the metric on for deciding all of this stuff, right? If it's based purely on commercial success of Scottish artists, then Calvin Harris hasn't had a mention, right? But out of everybody, he's probably the most successful Scottish artist of all time now. Um, then you could have the debate about whether Qualify is Scots or not. So the ACDC belong to Scotland. I will always claim them as ours. Um, you could also argue, you know, Average White Band, there's no mention of them yeah. anywhere, but some of the songs they, they made were massive. So, and, and also hugely influential for so many other Scottish acts. But again, like looking more recently, Lewis Capaldi's had an incredible run of luck in the last two or three years, being streamed more than any other Scottish artist, I would imagine. Um, but then there's always stuff that you love from your own personal record collection. I love bands like Goodbye Mr. McKenzie from Edinburgh in the 80s. Um, I'm also a fan of the Jesus and the Mary Chain, Frightened Rabbit, Las Vegas, all of these bands. There are so many that we haven't yeah. mentioned, and I feel like they're kind of due a little mention. The Beta Band, Steve Mason from yeah. King Creosote. We could go on and on and on and on. But um, Bell and Sebastian, Ultravox never got a mention. You know, so many big bands that were important to me. Um, but listen, we've got to stick to the 20, Jackie. So I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my final 10, although I'll probably argue this now for the rest of my life every time I enter a pub. You said that band, you said yeah. that band. And that's what this is all about, isn't it? Artie, who have we missed out? Jerry Cinnamon. I mean, oh, arguably, yes. right? He, I mean, Gordon kind of said everybody that I was thinking, so that was quite handy. But yeah, I mean, you know, Calvin House, Jerry Cinnamon, arguably the biggest act to come out of Scotland, our biggest export in such a long time. Personally, I think he should be on it. But again, just looking at that list, a little bit like kind of what Claire and Gordon have both said, the songs that are on that list are those big heavyweight songs, those anthems. And I guess, you know, a lot of the newer songs perhaps haven't quite established themselves into that kind of, again, I'd argue Jerry, but I don't know why I've become Jerry Simmons' biggest fan right now, but yeah, we'd argue Jerry. Um, but I do think, you know, I guess the list is representative of, the industry overall and that there's a lack of women, there's a lack of people of colour. That strikes me as something that we probably should think about. But I do think that that's reflective kind of the, the entire Scottish music industry as it is. So, so yeah, but personally, I think it's a great list. And actually, I listened to some of the songs last night and found myself just properly nostalgic and joyful. So, yeah, it was great. So let's stick with you, Artie. Time to nail your colours to the mast. Give us your list. So I have gone for Dignity by Deaton Blue, Caledonia, Baker Street, and I'm a fence sitter with a couple here. So I've got Loaded or Moving On Up, because I think they both do very different things, Prime Scream, um, Sunshine on Leith or 500 Miles. Again, I just, I, I couldn't, couldn't pick. Um, Walking on Broken Glass, Black Eyed Boy, The Hole of the Moon, which I think is my all-time favourite song, actually. Um, somewhere in my heart in Loch Lomond. So I went for the anthems. Great list. Great and now list. I'm looking at it thinking no, no, should I have picked some of them. You've you got to make your decision, <laughs> stick with it. A few givens there. Uh, talk us through some, some more of your choices. Uh, you've gone for Black Eyed Boy as opposed to I Don't Want a Lover from Texas. Why was that? I think because Black Eyed Boy is a banger. Um, the whole kind of the way that that song kind of starts and then builds up and then it's right in your face. I also think it's one of the first times that I personally really kind of connected with Charlene as that real kind of strong, amazing um, front woman. And I think that song does a lot of justice to that band. So, yeah. She, she is Banger. such a performer and as good live and as strong live as she is in the studio. And that doesn't always happen. Well, let's take another one now. Somewhere in my heart, Aztec Camera, a song that Roddy Frame says he didn't even like and was only included in the album at the very last moment. So, Artie, what's the magic for you in that? God, it's perfect, really, isn't it? It's with it, song comes on, and it's just like, it's a real end of the night kind of emotional 
record, I think. And, and I, I think overall just a lot, it kind of exemplifies a lot of that scene at the time in Scotland as well. It kind of brings all those sounds together. So, yeah, I, I think that that's a real, a real winner. Well, you mentioned that you've got a few choices and we're having no you and Cameron oh, cop God. out on my God. show. Uh, <laughs> you are going to have to choose between Loaded or Moving On Up. Now, both, as we all know from Primal Screams, Mercury Award winning Screamadelica and another difficult one. You're not making it easy for yourself. <laughs> Sunshine on Leith or 500 Miles, a song, 500 Miles, that's made the Proclaimers more money than all of their other hits combined. What's it to be? Decision time now, Artie. So I was thinking about this earlier. I guess for a primal scream, I mean, loaded is the anthem of a generation. So I think it needs to be loaded for me. Um, but to be honest, if Gordon or Claire picks moving on up, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not going to argue it. Um, and I, I mean, look, Sunshine on Leith personally is my one of my absolute favourite songs of all time. It does all sorts of weird emotional things to me. It makes me cry whenever I hear it. Gordon, you love that. It's, it's like, he's, but, he's, um, he's laughing. He's got a he's got a <laughs> smile on him the, 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 as wide as Leith at the moment. It's the water of Leith. Um, uh, so that's it. You're going for Sunshine on Leith. Do you know what? I'm not going to, though. I'm going to go <gasps> for 500 miles purely because... No, I'm not. I see his face. It's oh, he's got his head in his mind. hands. See, is it my personal favourite or is it what should be Scotland's greatest song? This is my question. I feel like 500 Miles exists for more people as a, a real kind of moment of their lives than Sunshine and Leith does. So you are going for, I have to hurry you, as they say. 500 Miles. 500 Miles. It is arty now. I'm sorry, Gordon. The boy's dejected and it's his turn. Gordon, give us your picks if you can. Well, we used to be very good friends, Artie and I. I think that's I the feel first like it's thing. over, isn't it? <laughs> and also, I feel like Artie picked about 20 songs there. We're not going to break this <laughs> down to 10. As a good friend of man from Manchester told me, you can't ride two horses with one backside. So I'm going to give you one song, one artist for my top 10. So okay. in no particular order, Deacon Blue and Dignity, Doogie McLean of Caledonia, Big Country, In a Big Country, Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street, Simple Minds Alive and Kicking, Primo screaming loaded, no mucking about there, Artie, did you see how that was done? Proclaimer sunshine on Leith, unexpectedly. The Boon Isle, Tinseltown in the Rain, Hue and Cry, Labour of Love, and Waterboy's Hole of the Moon. That's my top ten. Unequivocally, I Jackie. I won't make my great. mind. I'm not yeah. going to change my mind. No, well done you, and I can't tell you how many of those that I personally agree with, although it isn't about me. A few you agree with, Artie, as you said, there's Dignity, there's Caledonia, Hole of the Moon. Who wants consensus, though? We don't want consensus. Uh, you've got big country in there. Why did you go for in a big country as opposed to chance? Well, I think in the charts, chance got to something like number nine um, and a big country got to number 17. So this isn't about success. I think it's about how a song affects me and what it means to me. Now, the band means a lot. I grew up, my family are fifers. Um, we actually had a wee family connection through. I'm married to Jim Leishman's daughter, weirdly, right? So there's a a connection to Stuart Adamson. So Big Country felt like a soundtrack to Dunfermline, weirdly. And there was always this mention of Stuart Adamson around the house. And you know, I know Jim really misses him and there's a lot of talk about him. But oddly, in my career, when I've interviewed bands all around the world, they always mention Stuart Adamson, which gives me this huge pride to think that I come from the same country as this guy. And not only that, about 10 or 15 miles from where he was born and where he grew up. The company, I named my company actually after Restless natives soundtrack to the film i'm absolutely love west natives and i just think he's such a, a great talent but in a big country for me is a song i would choose to soundtrack my vision and my view of scotland in my head so every time i fly back home that's on my playlist every time i bring somebody to scotland i'll sneak the song on in the background somehow so they can hear it it just feels to me like it it's a great way of soundtracking the wonderful country we come oh, from what a talent though Stuart adamson still much much missed I need to talk to you about Tinseltown in the Rain, which is, I think, my favourite of them all. Um, do you know the highest number it reached in the charts was 87? And not only that, but it's, it's massive in Glasgow, but not in the rest of the country. And I'm curious, as an Edinburgh boy, wh why did it make it into your top 10? Well, I think I was going to be partisan about things from Glasgow. <laughs> it would cut out an awful lot of great stuff, you know, so... 
I love that song. And again, it's, I had three or four years working in Glasgow, which was a fairly tough part of my life. And again, I used to have a little playlist that I would listen to on my way into Glasgow. And that sound, that song, that the, the, the synths they were using in that particular tune reminds me of the rain pouring down on me as I run round from St Enoch Car Park to Queen Street to the <laughs> office and somehow trying to glamorise this miserable part of my life where I was really up against it at work. And it just means, it, it just makes Glasgow sound so exciting to me, that song. And I don't know, there's something magical about it that I can't quite put my finger on, but I love it. And every time I hear it, I don't listen to it once, I listen to it twice. I know um, your list is in no particular order, but I know you are a passionate Hibs fan. So I'm assuming Sunshine on List could be near the top of your ultimate top 10. I think it's my favourite song of all time. And that's quite a big claim because it's so optimistic and so happy. And it means an awful lot to me for a number of reasons, not just because it was the, the big sell-along on the 21st of May 2016 when Hibs finally won the Scottish Cup after 110 years, but um, I think that song unites football fans regardless of the club they support. Even fans, I think, would secretly admit that they quite like that song. I love the optimism about it. I think it's a beautiful sentiment. And again, it means so much to so many people. And again, when I've been, had the chance to travel and it's four o'clock in the morning in a hotel somewhere, I put that song on. People always ask, what is that? It's, it's a beautiful song. It's so simple. I think that's the key to great songwriting. If there's something really simple... Um, I think it, it works. And again, I, I would I would say that um, Craig and Charlie are wonderful songwriters and often really, really underrated. And I think any opportunity I get to be a champion for them and the talent they have, I'll always take it. I think it's, it's wonderful, beautiful piece of work. I think it was voted, wasn't it the UK's favourite football anthem? And that's that's a great accolade, and that was about 2018 or something. When I was when I was researching this, I I watched on YouTube. Now you help me out with the facts on this, Gordon. Was it the 2016 Scottish Cup final when the crowd sang sang it? Yeah, 21st of May, 2016. It was moving. I mean, there was there was a tear in my eye, and I'm not a particular football fan, but it was such such a performance of it. So a good choice to you, right? Two down, clear. Over to you, your top 10. I mean, this is so tough. I realised I'm a very easily influenced person because having listened to Artie and Gordon and I like, yeah, yeah, and yeah, um, I had to approach this, um, you know, completely from the heart. I, I approached it from a sort of, you know, dare I say an artist's perspective and the fact that I know quite a lot of these people personally and um, as we all do. So it's quite difficult to choose your favourite amongst the people you know and love and have worked with. But, you know, we had to be ruthless. And as I'm a bit of a bitch at heart, that's exactly the approach I decided to take. You can't be a bitch. You are the woman every man was in love with, for heaven's sake. That was the build up. You can't choose that now. <laughs> Only than you. Um, I, you know, I like you guys, I listen to this obviously I listened to the list of 20 and there's quite a few songs on that list that I've never owned and yet when I listen to them they take me back to a moment a time a place I really connected with all of them so I mean although they would never be my personal top 20 I totally understand and get and appreciate why these songs are in the top 20 because for me music is just about personal choice and my old friend, John Peel, used to always say, you have to remember that everyone that makes a record and writes a song does it with the same level of enthusiasm and the same amount of hope attached to that song. And I never, ever forget that. So I'm not interested in, you know, in a weird way, just I just think it's really important to always remember that. So um, in my top... I mean, we have some overlaps, which is great. Bizarrely, though, I didn't include the Proclaimers in my list. And that's why I'm coming from the perspective that um, everybody loves their music. And I think it's kind of... I would sort of slightly disagree with you, Gordon, in terms of the reputation they have um, worldwide, because I certainly have come across lots and lots of people you know, all over the place that love those boys and love those songs. And I also know that they're such big hearted people that 
they would maybe allow someone else to have their have the moment. But that's me just being completely illogical, you know, which I'm, you know, I'm always going to be about this. And, um, you know, I had to have Amy McDonald, oh, right, I'm really rambling, right, so I'll get to my list. I'll just read it, right, Deacon Blue, Dignity, love it. Just, it actually makes me cry every time I hear it. I'm crying now, even talking about it. There's something wrong with me. <laughs> um, I absolutely love it. I love where it comes from. I love that um, Ricky wrote it on holiday in Greece. And just when you're sitting in that really, really foreign um, situation um, and, and just coming home, just as a writer coming home to where you belong and creating this beautiful song that's obviously been inspired by the environment you're in, but it takes you home. I love the notion of that. Um, the Simple Minds, I've got to put the Simple Minds in there. I adore the Simple Minds. They gave Altered Images some of their first early breaks. We got to support them um, many, many times in Scotland and they were always super kind, super helpful. And that's always gonna win some points with me. Um, but I'm gonna go for a live and kicking. Uh, Primal Scream, um, uh, Bobby Gillespie was uh, one of Altered Images roadies and occasionally played drums with us. So there's that- Something I didn't know. <laughs> so there's no way, I is Jesus and the Mary Chain not on this list. <laughs> we could just go on and on with this list. So the Primal Scream, Fans Ferdinand, take me out. I am on that dance floor with my arm in the air, doing crazy, jumping around, dancing every time I hear it. You know, it just, it lifts me. And I think that um, if we're going to look for the best song in Scotland, it's got to really lift you. And that song lifts me high. Uh, Amy MacDonald. Um, yeah, I just, I love Amy MacDonald. I've seen her live a couple of times and she's totally, she is that girl. She is that gallus girl who's got it all going on. She's very clear about what her views are and what she's, where she's taking the audience. So in terms of performance, I love girls always more than boys. Amy's got to be in there. So has Charlene, so Texas. But I am gonna go, I don't wanna love her. I know it's her first single, but for me, it's just from the word go, she defined herself in a song, who she was and what she was gonna be about in the future. And it's been amazing that I've had the chance to share a stage with her. Uh, it's quite scary singing along, along with Charlene, but it, I. Honestly, she's amazing. Edwin Collins, one of my dearest and oldest friends. I was a massive Orange Juice fan back in the day. Um, Edwin's been to my mum and dad's house several times. Just drop that in there. And um, Had they invited him or did he just <laughs> He him? went out with my sister, Katie. Oh, we are getting all the ghosts now. Yeah, there you go. so he Keep went going. out with my sister, Katie. Um, you know, never met a girl like you before. It's just a, a really, really genius, clever pop song. I love the fact that he made lots of money out of it. I won't, you know, I'm not, I think that can be really important for an artist. He did it in his own terms, in his own way. I think it's another song that lifts you and everybody wants to sing along to. The Water Boys. <gasps> yes. Yeah, I mean, it's just an absolute classic, overwhelming abundance of emotion and another teary song for me, but I'm going to hold back with the tears. I absolutely love it. Um, is anyone keeping account of them? My yeah, name? I've got it. I've got it. Anyone, okay, so um, the blue, I'm a huge Jackie. Tinseltown in the Rain is one of my definitely very close to being my favourite song from uh, Scottish artists ever. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean... I, I, happiness as well. I always have loved happiness, but there's something about Tinseltown in the rain. I think that Gordon's absolutely right that, you know, you just, you're in a moment with that song always. So it takes you somewhere. Um, and I love it for that. Um, where am I now? And I did go for Caledonia because I thought if I have to pick one of those big Scottish anthem songs, I'm going to choose that because it's a really, really, Lyrically, I love it. Lots of people have done cover versions of it and they've all been amazing. And it, it is just that it's that big seller, big emotional punch of a song. But I'll say I don't want it to win. Oh, right. Well, we'll leave that hanging in the air. Some great, 
great choices there, Claire. Um, at least three songs, I think, that you all agree on. We'll have a chance to talk about those three in a moment and, and the magic that they possess. Uh, but I noticed that you've got some more contemporary choices in there than, than perhaps um, Artie or Gordon. You've, you've got Franz Ferdinand, you've got Amy McDonald. You're clearly down with the kids. Talk us through those, those choices. There are artists that have been around for a while. They're not brand new or anything, but I just think it's... And actually, I was really torn with the Paolo Nutini. You know, um, I love um, I love Candy. I think it's a great song. But you're right. Then I'm starting thinking Calvin Harris. Why is he not there? Where's Louis Capaldi's not there? Jerry Cinnamon, who has become a legend in his own right. But just going, yeah, I just really wanted this list to be a little bit more progressive than... Yeah, then just, I don't want to call them old standards because that's not the way I feel about them because when I listened to them the other night, I loved them. I really, really loved them again. But I just, I like to look forward. I know that might sound strange from an 80s artist, but I think it's so important that if we're wanting to inspire the next generation of Scottish people, then we have to look a bit, you know, maybe just something that is a little bit more recent. You went for I Don't Want a Lover. Um, you made the point that, uh, that Artie went for Black Eyed Boy. I Don't Want a Lover went to, got to number eight. Black Eyed Boy, let me see, got to number five. Mm -hmm. So I Don't Want a Lover, what, what did you say? You, you liked that because that, that sort of defined the Texas sound, yeah, didn't it? they just came absolutely running at it um, and, and just landed right where they've continued to go to a certain extent. And I say that with absolute respect because I think Black Eyed Boy is a really great song as well. Um, what? Artie, maybe I'll, maybe I'll come. No, well, hold that thought. Well, do you know what? I, fight over, I really wouldn't fight you over it as long well, as it would... makes the top, what, that Texas made the top 10. <laughs> well, what we've got so far is all your top 10 revealed. So thank you for that. Um, and if if I've been paying attention, um, definitely going forward are three songs that you all agree on. So our three songs are Dignity by Deacon Blue, Caledonia, Dougie McLean, and Hole of the Moon by the Water Boys, which according to Mike Scott began on the back of an envelope when he was in New York. So any budding writers out there, Get off in your travels and inspiration will come. So Gordon Smart, Artie Joshi, Claire Grogan, I applaud your choices. Um, just a moment each. Let's let's have a chat about why we all think those songs, those three songs are so iconic. Who would like to go first? Caledonia is the unofficial national anthem of Scotland, isn't it, I think? I also think it's timeless. I think Claire made the point earlier on that it's been covered so many times. I think that's a really good indicator a really good barometer of the quality of the songwriting and it, again if i think scotland's famous for the diaspora right people who've traveled abroad and if there's anything that makes you want to come home or think about home that song sums it up perfectly and i think that's why it probably stands on a different level from a lot of the other tunes it really is timeless and it always will be and i, I think that's why it has to belong in the, in the top 10 Although I'm, I'm really surprised that I've got a list of artists with the most contemporary tune being uh, 30 years old. <laughs> I should really be a, a flag bearer for new music in there. I haven't got anybody anywhere near it. But yeah, I've probably Dougie McLean for me, yeah, is the, is the one that stands out. It's like an unofficial national anthem for me. What about you, Artie? I totally agree with Gordon. I think it's the song that whenever you think of Scotland just comes into your mind. And I know I have a lot of friends who live abroad. And actually, when we will go over to visit often like my pals have got guitars and stuff and that'll be the song that they get out and play and then actually all of them all being grown men now will cry during the rendition which I can say is usually terrible of their own Caledonia but I think the covers as well you know there's some beautiful covers of Caledonia and yeah a classic and Dougie McLean has said that he wrote it when he was so young and a comparatively inexperienced songwriter that it was very simple and the melody was simple, the lyrics were simple and he probably couldn't do it now because he would make it too complex and it would lose its power. So that is indeed a timeless piece of music. Clear, Hole of the Moon, The Water Boys. What is it about that piece of music? Well, I think to a certain extent it's because 
it, it's a kind of that me supporting the underdog to a certain extent because when that single first came out when the song first came out it, it didn't it, i mean it did okay but it didn't do so many of our songs so many of our uh, songs didn't chart um were were released two or three times but then um and and maybe um maybe gordon could help me with this because when it did get released in 91 it did so much better but that must have been was it linked to a film maybe am i oh, i'm sorry i don't want to put you in the spot but i am um, i i don't know what that was i feel like it might have been linked to something that kind of made it re, you know it, it, which brought it back and i just love the idea that you you know I, i've always been a great believer in pop music being disposable and yet a lot of pop music just lives and lives and lives with us and I think when you write a song, you have absolutely no idea what the longevity of that song is ever going to be. And in my own personal experience, um, I had no idea people would want to hear my songs 40 years after some of them were recorded. What that is that about? That's not true. That cannot be true. Uh -huh. But, you know, I mean, it's an extraordinary thing. But I think it is, for me, yes, Caledonia has become the sort of unofficial national anthem of Scotland. So it's got its place. It's had it's having a moment that will continue. Why don't we give someone else a chance? Can, can I read it? Go on, go on, RT. Sorry. On the whole the moon to back clear up, it's definitely got the longevity as well. I run a club night which is mainly full of people much younger than myself. And um whenever we play that song, it is a dance floor filler. It remains a dance floor filler. And I actually saw them up at Sky Live last year. And honestly, most of the audience was young and they were going absolutely wild. So I think that has that stood the test of time. Well, there's one artist you all agree on as well, and that is Primal Scream. The problem is you don't agree on the song, so let's let's try and uh, decide. Is it going to be moving on or loaded? Does anyone feel particularly strongly? <laughs> this is like trying to choose from your children, isn't it, this song? <laughs> it's harder than that. It's, it's Sophie's choice. It's Sophie's choice. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, Primal Scream are one of my favourite bands of all time. This song is the soundtrack to some of the best nights of my life. Again, the song isn't just Scottish to me, it's travelled so well. And that's why I'm so proud of it, because I think it's united so many people in a sweaty mess on a dance floor, whatever it is around the world. And I think that is a magical thing. There's so many different ingredients to this song that, that make it work so well. And the fact that it probably had two or three incarnations before it became the one that appeared in Screamadelica with Weatherall's music attached to it. Um, I like the fact that the song had a life and it developed in both. And the fact that they managed to win a Mercury Prize for it and lose the cheque, that is so Scottish as well. <laughs> I really admire them for that, for losing a 25 grand cheque on a night out. Yeah, I, th I think for me it's loaded. It's a difficult choice, but I think it's, it's so anthemic. It's just edges ahead for me. Okay, Artie, clear. Should we go with Loaded? It's Loaded for me all the way. Clear. Yeah. I mean, I think you make a great point, um, Gordon, because I think this, the, the song that we choose has to be a song that takes Scotland to everywhere. And, yeah. I, and I think that is a really great example of it because I think that there are some songs on the list that are just very Scottish, very much a part of being a home and being us and what we are as a collective nation but I think the real genius of that song is is taking Scotland worldwide I think has to really really count for something when we choose our and I, I and I'm sure that you know songs like Caledonia have I've not got a downer on this song at all Doug McLean is a really lovely man but I honestly think that we have to We've all got to start thinking globally. I completely believe in the, the the notion that a song has got to not just unite one nation anymore, but everyone. And um, I think that's a really important thing to think about when we choose our song. That's that bit sorted. It's, uh, yeah. I think it's going to get a bit more complicated from here on in because I think there are four songs that two out of... The three agree on. Um, so they, they are going through, um, unless you guys want to 
uh, argue otherwise. Now, we have got Tinseltown in the Rain and Alive and Kicking, and that's uh, Gordon and Claire's choice. Uh, Baker Street, uh, one of our earliest competitions, and that's from 1978. And uh, actually, we've got a proclaimer's dilemma here. We've got either Sunshine on Leith or 500 Miles. Now, uh, Artie, you were, you were keen on 500 Miles. Can you and Gordon argue it out? 500 Maybe Miles, Sunshine on Leith, what do you think? I've already been swayed. I mean, I made that decision purely for everybody else and I should really just patch everybody else and think about myself here. I mean, really, <laughs> it is, it, Gordon's argument for it kind of put me back to the way I feel about it. So I think it has to be Sunshine on Leith. 500 Miles has probably had its day as well. It's had a lovely time, an outing. Sunshine on Leith probably needs a further outing. So I'm with you, Gordon. That's good to know. Right. So we've got that sorted. Interesting to see, though, that, that Artie, you and Claire, you two haven't agreed on anything else apart from the four that went through. So what do you each feel um, individually about the components that, that make a, a brilliant and, and a timeless song? Well, I mean, I think all these songs have those components and it just goes back to that personal thing that I'm feeling about this is... You know, I mean, I, I think Jerry Rafferty wouldn't mind giving standing aside and giving someone else a chance. I just think there's a, and I'm just going to say, I think there's a certain predictability to some of the choices. And I I think they're obvious choices and and there's a, and they're obvious for a reason because people absolutely love them. But I'm a great believer about just delving a bit deeper. I just do, I just feel that way. And, you know, it's like, as Artie said about um, 500 miles, it really has had its moment in the sun. It really has. And I think with fresh years, with a vision, you know, what is the point in doing this now if we're just going to still choose the same old songs? And I say that with no disrespect to anybody because that's not the way I feel. But otherwise, I just think it becomes like a no-brainer. And I just think, you know, we're going to do this. Let's fight for some of the songs that maybe have been a little bit undervalued over the years. And maybe it's their time to have their moment in the sun. And you can do other be with me if you like, and I'm not going to fall out with you. <laughs> but that is what I think. Artie, Gordon, what do you both think? I, I, do, I do get where Claire's coming from as well, because I think sometimes these lists can be a bit predictable. I guess the reason that I've gone with what I've gone, Claire, is mainly because of the, the emotional kind of impact and the kind of connection that people have with a lot of these long-standing songs. And, you know, people get married, die and are born to a lot of these songs. And I guess that for me is what makes it a great song. And it, it kind of encapsulates Scotland as a nation. Like some of these songs do encapsulate Scottishness for me, if that is a thing, if that is a word. Um, I do think you're right. Like change is a good thing, right? So... <laughs> Is that the worst thing that we could do here? I don't know. I feel I feel pretty strongly about some of those, like things like Loch Lomond, I think is just, I mean, it is, it's it's one of Scotland's greatest songs. If you've seen Run Rig Live ever or recently, like, you know, that does something to you. It's like a properly proud of Run Rig as being a Scottish band. So there's probably a lot on there that are part of my kind of whole, what Gordon was talking about earlier, like my, my life, my family, my friends. And I know a lot of people feel the same way about them. So I guess I'm thinking about the rest of Scotland and how they might feel about those songs. So that's really interesting. So Claire, you're, you're making the point that while there's no disrespect to any of the songs mentioned, it's time perhaps to look forward. Artie, you're saying, yes, look forward, but the timelessness... Uh, the enduring nature of these songs, that, that is the magic factor in those songs. Gordon, where do you lie in that debate? So I have the deciding vote here. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? there's change for change's sake, right? And I think I totally see where Claire's coming from. And if we were having this conversation privately, I'd totally agree with that and say it is time for change. But they're just classics and you can't argue with that sometimes, can you? You know, there's a, there's a, I'm so wary and so conscious of coming out with loads of cliches today, right? But um, was it a candle that burns twice as bright lasts half as long, right? So we've all got a little bit of Proclaimers fatigue when it comes to 500 miles because it's the last song of the night. It's killed at karaoke. It's been overplayed to a certain <laughs> extent. So I think that's maybe damaged 
the song and then you think about Tinseltown in the Rain, which for me is like a lovely slow burn. It's a, a simmering tune that is just played at the perfect level all the time and it's always lovely to hear it because it isn't played too much as far as I'm concerned. So in answer to that, Jackie, I'm sitting on the fence spectacularly with splinters <laughs> on my backside. I could have given you I could have given you an alternative list of ten and I feel really disloyal because I think Claire mentioned it earlier. She knows all the artists on this list, right? All the artists I know are missing from the list and are people that have unceremoniously pinned from my top ten. So I'm terrified of what they will say about me because like you know I I would have voted for Paolo Nutini, for instance, had Iron Sky been on the list, because I think yeah. that is the song that we'll be talking about in 25 years' time as a nailed-on Scottish classic beyond that, actually. I think it's a, a song that is beyond Scottish. It's wonderful. And it was hard not to pick Paolo. Um, but again, it's quite quite difficult boiling it down to 10. So I stuck with the classics, and I think that's the right thing to do because we're going to stick our names to this. And uh, yeah, I don't want to be having any trouble with a wet, wet, wet with my really kind well, of music friends. Let's, <laughs> let's all agree years. to agree that it's just brilliant. We've got so many classic, classic tunes to choose from. So um, also going through, apart from the four that you all agreed on, we've got Tinseltown in the Rain by the Blue Nile, Alive and Kicking, Simple Minds, uh, Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty, and Sunshine on Leith by The Proclaimers. And that means there are only two spaces left in our, our top 10. And I think the easiest way to fill those spaces is for each of you to pick one of the songs from your list that didn't make it through. And from those three choices, we will then all choose two to join the top 10. Have you got that? Or does that make the COVID quarantine rules seem simple? So far, we have... Dignity, Caledonia, Hole of the Moon, Loaded, Tinseltown in the Rain, Alive and Kicking, Baker Street, and Sunshine on Leith. Eight songs to be proud of. We need two more. Gordon, you're up first in this one. Um, I, you, you've agreed with your fellow panellists. Most of your choices were already in the top ten. Um, so, from... Um, in a Big Country, and Labour of Love by uh, Hue and Cry, a, a song that Pat Kane thought was too politically radical to be a hit. Pat Kane, politically radical? Well, I never. Um, what are you going to put forward as your choice and why? Well, this has worked out perfectly for me because I devised my own little domestic strategy for this particular moment. And as always, it's a democracy in my house, so the casting vote will always go to my wife when it comes to any kind yeah. of issue like this um, and the two that are left are two that that she had actually persuaded me to to include so Hugh and Cry Labour of Love one that she absolutely loves it means an awful lot to her and as I mentioned earlier on there's a Leishman connection uh, to Big Country so I think out of the two I think Big Country is the one that I would like to put forward as my final if my final choice if that's possible so Big Country number 17 1980 in a Big Country okay yeah. Artie, remaining on your list, um, if I'm right, is um, Annie Lennox, Walking on Broken Glass. Um, what a back catalogue that woman has, but much of it was with the Eurythmics and not eligible for our purposes. Um, uh, you've got Texas Black Eyed Boy. I mean, there's no reason why two songs from the same artist can't, can't go through. Um, Aztec Camera, Somewhere in My Heart, and Run Rig, the cloud-pleasing Loch Lomond. Right, that, this, that's a corker. What are you going to choose? Having a real dilemma here, Jackie, because somewhere in my heart should be on that list, but there's no women on that list, so I am going Black Eyed Boy. Ooh, indeed, there, I hadn't noticed that. So you're going for Black Eyed Boy, no hesitation there. Right, clear. Uh, the songs that you have to choose from, I think, are Franz Ferdinand, Take Me Out, Texas, I Don't Want a Lover, and Amy MacDonald, This Is The Life, which was written, according to Amy, just after a night out when she was 16. <laughs> oh, and oh, Edwin Collins as well, I think. Yeah. Yes, Edwin Collins, a girl like you. What say you? Well, you know, I think it's so important that we have uh, a, a woman on the list. It's, it, and do you know what? Otherwise, this argument could go on forever. So I'm going to absolutely 100% agree with Artie and go um, Black Eyed Boy with Texas. 
if we can, I, I think that has to happen or else mm -hmm. I'll fall out with everyone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and also, do you know what? The, you know, I'm always aware of the fact that I'm a, a bit left field with all of this stuff. And I try really hard to be a bit more mainstream and I find it very difficult. And I know when to choose my battles. So I'm going to also roll over a little bit and go big country. So I'm coming off my list. Is that allowed? I like that. Peace is broken. Everyone's nodding. Everyone's happy. <laughs> you know, Are we Scottish? I mean, shouldn't should send with some sort of minor punch-up, minor skirmish. You know what? I know I could probably argue the point all night and I'm not going to win it. Um, even with my best, you know, skills of negotiation and all the rest of it. But because the thing is, these are songs that are easy to to love, you know? I mean, it's not like I'm outraged by any of the choices. You know, I'm not thinking, are you joking? You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not, that's not the way I feel. Because they are all really absolutely stand up and deserve to be on the list. So for the sake of being a lover and a fighter, as I mentioned earlier, if that helps, well, that helps. I mean, I think the, the great thing about discussion is about listening to people and understanding their points of view and still secretly thinking that you're right inside, but being willing to actually go, <laughs> she's, yeah, all she, right. She's still a front woman, isn't she? She's still a lead singer. She gets her own way. I mean, um, honestly, this is not a cop-out. This is about me recognising that we need to do another top 20 best Scottish... Um, Good idea. Yeah. Artie, what are your thoughts? I agree with Claire. And, you know, Claire, I actually would have let you have I Don't Want a Lover as well. So that's, <laughs> oh, don't that's where say we that. were at. Um, I, I think what Claire has convinced me on, though, is that we should probably have a, one more up, more up to date artist in there. And so now I'm, now I'm kind of moving on to being Claire. So now you've you you've reconciled yourself, Claire. I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about not having an artist on there that I don't think we do, do we? That's beyond the 90s? Oh, good grief. Um, Black Eyed Boy, I think, Sunshine on Leith. Mm. At the moment, we've got um, Big Country in a Big Country and Black Eyed Boy taking the two last right, spots. Okay. I'm always happy. Oh. Although Artie's advocating for a more contemporary artist. The most contemporary artist I think we've got in the, on the final list would be Amy McDonald, I would guess. Uh, but I'm not sure. But I don't know if you feel strongly enough for that. What do you think, Gordon? Well, do I want to be contemporary or do I want to do the right thing and, and have a really strong woman on the list? Because I'm just horrified by my subconscious sexism by choosing a list of 10 male artists. Disgusted with myself. I'm disgusted <laughs> at you. So, <laughs> I'm caught between a rock and a hard place here. I, I think we're all the Charlene. You, well, we do have Charlene, don't we? we, we we've got, yeah. I mean, the, she is the powerhouse of Texas. Actually, going back yeah. to what Artie says, I think it is really important to have somebody that is more contemporary on this list. I really who has to go? Who has to leave yeah. the list? At the moment, we have the top ten. Okay, that was consensus mm -hmm. before another debate broke out. <laughs> so, shall I read the top Sorry. ten to you? Shall can I, I, can I make a ten? suggestion? Can go I make ahead. a radical suggestion first, Jackie? Sorry. I quite like what I'm going to call the Claire Grogan principle here, and it's in relation to Diggy McLean in Caledonia, right? It's so well known. It is the unofficial national anthem. It's almost like it's already been made Scotland's unofficial national anthem. So could we be really radical and remove that from the top 10? Because it has for so long stood as an anthem for the country that it serves its, serves its purpose, and Diggy McLean would be happy for the, the new to replace the old. Maybe we should be bold and remove the most obvious selection for something contemporary as a sign of new times, new things, new beginnings. Certainly a bold suggestion. Uh, Claire and Artie are both nodding. Artie, what do you think of that? I'm absolutely up for that. I think Gordon's right. And I think like, we, all, we all talked about the fact that to us all, it is Scotland's national anthem in many ways. So is it almost, should it be exempt from the list because it already has its own title? Right. So, so I am up for being radical with this, to be honest. Okay, Claire is not Claire. Who do we put on? Who do we put in its place? 
You all have to agree now. Yeah. We were so near. Okay. But I, I, I'm so glad that we've all come to that. I really am. You know, for me, I feel, I feel passionate about um, women's re representation. And it's not tokenism. And I think it's really important to say that. I think it's just about the fact that people think that, you know, because I've worked for years on, you know, like all you guys in the music industry. And um, I think that sometimes because I'm a woman, um, I get a little bit, uh, you know, devalued because also I don't take myself too seriously. I, um, I've had massive worldwide hits. Um, I don't like to bang on about it. Um, I, I write songs and, you know, sometimes I just get reduced to this one thing called happy birthday. And I think that doesn't fully represent who I am on any level. So just taking that as my thought process, I just think if women are just playing an, an even playing field, it would really help. And that's still not happening. And this is not about... I mean, for, for me, it's just about giving people the chance to have the kind of exposure that a lot of men and boys, it, 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 you know, almost take, no, they don't take it for granted. I don't mean it like in any of those terms, but I just think um, it's, it is a little bit harder as a female artist to get played. And I just think if the audience got a bit more used to just seeing a lot more diversity, women, you know, all of that, then it, it would make it a bit more equal. It's still very, very unbalanced. So I think we should put Amy on the list as well. Okay. Do you genuinely just to offer a counter argument? Do you genuinely think that, you know, starting possibly with Madonna for argument's sake, and now I feel like all the really big, powerful people in the music industry are now women. You know, I feel like Taylor Swift, for instance, and yeah. Beyonce. Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, the list goes on. I actually feel like there's been a brilliant shift towards incredibly powerful, ferocious women. And I think it's a fantastic thing. Yeah, I think that's taken an age. I also think if you look at any playlist on any radio station, and, you know, I never believe in biting the, fan, the hand that feeds me. If you look at those lists and the sort of ratio of men against women, there is still an imbalance Absolutely. there. You know, I know that for a fact. So I think let's do, let's, I mean, this is not even evening it up. And this is not about just favoring something because we want another woman to be on there. All right, we, can we I want it? It's a great song. I, I, I have to interrupt now because I have to, I, someone has to be in charge. No, this is a <laughs> very interesting debate, debate and it's very timely. But what we have to do is we have to nail. Um, three songs now because uh, Catalonia has gone to the subs bench. So in the running, we have In a Big Country, we have Black Eyed Boy, we have um, Amy MacDonald and we have Annie Lennox. That's a mixture of artists and, and songs there. Um, any, any one of, uh, we need three, three from the four songs. Big Country, Black Eyed Boy, This Is The Life and Walking On Broken Glass. So in a big country, what should go? To. So in a big country, you'll agree. Should go on the list, I think. In a big country, okay. Yeah. What about Black Eyed Boy? I'm still I'm very much it. feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. In a big country, so that's Black Eyed Boy, uh, and that leaves um, either Amy McDonald or Annie Lennox. Now, those are the the artists, but we are talking about Scotland's greatest song. So Can I? we have to decide. <laughs> yes. Gordon. No, what's he going to do? He's going to argue a song that's not even in the top 20. Oh, my giddy aunt. <laughs> no, no. This... Don't. <laughs> Go on. I think Paolo Rutini's Iron Sky, and I've just suggested another bloke. Oh, completely. <laughs> but, um, um, the 20 was there, so we have to choose from the 20. But I just don't think there was two Paolo songs are the ones. Oh, this is difficult. They're not. They're not. If, if it was... Uh... And Sky, I would have had that on my list probably right at the top. I would say, um, I can't sway you on this, but we are the servants of the people and it's who chose them. So I think to deviate from that at this stage might not be the ideal. So what we've got to decide on is this is the life or 
Annie Lennox walking on broken glass. Drum roll. I'm gonna say, I'm just mount. gonna say this is a life. I think Annie Lennox is a legend. Um, I think she, um, like many of the artists on this list, she'd be quite happy to, maybe I'm just off on a tangent here, but uh, I think there are better Annie Lennox songs than that. I agree, um, I agree entirely. Yeah. So it's only based on that. I mean, she's a genius. We love her. She is a legend. She's a god. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, Amy, Marty? Claire, I would agree with you because I do think exactly what you said. There are much better Annie songs. I think Annie should be on that list, but not with that song. So if that's our choice, I think Amy is splendid and a real voice for young women as well. And with what you were saying, especially in terms of Gordon, you're right. At the top end, women are starting to have more representation, but the music industry is made up 83% of men and 17% of women. So I'm going Amy McDonald. It's not the best song, though, is it? <laughs> I don't think it's the best song. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's what we've got to work with because we have got um, the songs that we've already disregarded include songs like Loch Lomond, Labour of Love, um, Aztec Camera. Is This Is The Life better than Somewhere In My Heart? Um, ooh. Yeah. ooh, ooh. It's not, is it? It's not. It's not, That's is your it? view? Aztec I, Camera. I can't, I have Aztec to... Camera. What do you think? I'm afraid I would put... I'm going to put Aztec Camera ahead of that song. I think it's wonderful, by the way. I think she's an incredible songwriter, formidable human being. But Aztec Camera edges it for me. Claire, Claire, you're looking very pensive. Well, you know what? I'm an absolute massive Aztec Camera fan. Um, I think that goes without saying. But I'm going to stick with Amy because what? I think it's a brilliant song. Okay. I really, really love it. Well, I have to go on the majority verdict. Artie? <laughs> Um, what oh is the best God. song? Focus the, your thoughts. The, be, the, best, the song. best song. This best is song, somewhere in my heart. Somewhere in my heart. That's Sorry, Claire. The deciding That's vote. Okay. Somewhere in my heart. Right. Let me run through the top ten. We were so near, but that was really fascinating. A discussion about diversity in the music industry, a woman's place. Um, we have somewhere in my heart, Aztec camera. We have dignity. Deacon Blue, Hole of the Moon by the Water Boys, Loaded, Primal Scream, Tinseltown in the Rain, the Blue Nile, Alive and Kicking, Simple Minds, Baker Street, Jerry Rafferty, Sunshine on Leith, the Proclaimers, In a Big Country, Big Country, Black Eyed Boy, Texas. Our top. 10. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Okay. We have it. Artie, Gordon, and... No. Claire says no. Go on. If we're talking about the best songs, I also think that Alive and Kicking is probably not the best Simple Minds song. Agreed. And if I was to choose between Amy and the Simple Minds now, I'd choose Amy. I'd choose Amy. Gordon Smart. <laughs> I'm seeing that a lot, aren't I? I love, Gordon I love this. I think it's brilliant, isn't it? I love it. I think your argument's right. I think in terms of Simple Minds catalogue, it's alive and kicking the strongest. But the songs that are better today, right of it. That's the question earlier on, wasn't it? You know what? You've both been really conciliatory. Is that the, what's the right word? I'll pick that up. Easy You've enough for you to really say. Quite... <laughs> You've both got my t-shirt That old chestnut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a pertinent moment I've done that to. I think you've both been really understanding. I feel like I've had, I've had quite a lot of influence so far, and I think it's totally understandable to give Amy McDonald a chance to shine in the context of everything we said earlier on. So I'm for that. Right, I'm going to read them again. I'm going to read them again. Claire Grogan, you just go to the toilet or something. <laughs> Somewhere in my heart, Aztec camera. This is a life, Amy McDonald. Dignity, Deacon Blue. Hole of the Moon, the Water Boys. Loaded, Primal Screen. Tinsel Town in the Rain, the Blue Nile. Baker Street, Jerry Rafferty. Sunshine on Leith, the Proclaimers. In a Big Country, Big Country. Black Eyed Boy, Texas. We're happy. We're decided. We're done. 
or rather, well, we're done. It's now over to the listeners. How do you choose one song from that list of classics? Well, thankfully, it's out of our hands. What's going to be Scotland's greatest song? Over to you. Keep listening to the Greatest Hits Network because in the run-up to St Andrew's Day, we're going to be asking you to vote. And when you do, we'll count down from 10 to 1 on the day itself. But before that, you'll be able to hear a mini documentary on each song, how they were written, what the artists think of them to help form your decisions. I'm really looking forward to those. Uh, thank you for all of your nominations and to our diligent and fabulous and conciliatory panel uh, who helped narrow them down. Artie, Joshi, did you enjoy I loved it? it. I had loads of fun. <laughs> Good show. Gordon, you happy with the result? Gordon Smart? I'm going into hiding for another seven months. <laughs> Partly government. <laughs> enforced partly of my own, own volition. Claire Grogan, are you, are you glad you know you don't have to choose a winner <laughs> yeah, from the top absolutely. ten? absolutely. And, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I wish I could have been a bit more argumentative. See, it's, it's easy. <laughs> We've for, all had fun. It's easy <laughs> for Grogan because everybody loves her. It's easy for Artie Joshua and because she <laughs> controls the guest list at Transmit. It's hard oh, for me, right, as a divisive figure in the tabloid press. I you're think the nicest though you're the nicest I think we've all had fun and I certainly have so guys thank you very much and thank you for for actually believing so passionately in it so thank you for that um, I think we're going to probably continue our debate for some time to come uh, I'm Jackie Bird I've enjoyed it too hope you have this has been Scotland's greatest song thank you for listening and goodbye what will be Scotland's greatest song